Welcome to Designed and Aligned. My name is Meredith Rawlings. I am a certified human design expert, ICF certified life coach, and high-level business coach. I created this podcast for the mission-driven entrepreneur who is ready to build a life and business on her terms. Together, we will unplug from the hustle-based way of living, let go of toxic overachievement, perfectionism, and scarcity, so that you can align with your unique energy signature, up-level in a major way, and extract every ounce of juicy joy from your life. Are you ready? Let's get started. Oh my gosh, you guys, it feels like I have not recorded a podcast in years. I took my first full week off from my business last week. I was in Colorado with my family and it was gorgeous. It was so nice and it was so, um, it was just so grounding, honestly, to be present in the moment, feeling really connected with my family and reconnecting with really who I am outside of being a business owner, which I'm not going to lie, it was difficult to get back into the swing of things because I've taken like two, three days off at a time, but I haven't taken a full, like, I think it was probably like nine days that I wasn't working, working. I was posting a little bit of content that I had prepped before, but that was basically it. I didn't take any calls. Um, I was responding to a couple messages. I had some people that were interested in signing up for um, discovery calls with me, so I messaged them and that was it. Um, so that was really, really beautiful. It was really gorgeous. If you want to see a little bit of what it looked like, I posted a reel with some videos from our time in Telluride. Highly recommend if you haven't been to Colorado in the summer, it is stunning. I did not want to leave. I never want to leave. And it's just, ugh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So that was that. What else? So that was actually (laughs) the first, uh, family vacation I've ever taken a significant other on. So that was really fun. It went so well. He added a fun dynamic to the group and I'm also moving in with my boyfriend at the end of July. So that's a fun little life update that you, uh, VIPs who listen to the podcast are getting. Um, So that's just all fun, fun moving forward in life. And it's funny because I was talking to a friend uh, up in Vermont about a month ago about it. I was trying to decide. He had asked me to move in with him, and I was trying to decide if I wanted to or not because I'm so fiercely independent, and I just love that I get to tell people that I have my own apartment and I own my own business. My ego loves that, right? And I was panicking. I was like, oh, my God, what – you know, why, what what am I going to do? I'm just going to move in with this guy. Like, what am I going to, like, I was spinning out. And then I realized I was looking back over my intentions that I had set for the beginning of the year. And a lot of them had to do with my business, but obviously I set some intentions with my relationships as well. And I set the intention that my romantic relationship get deeper and more intimate and more, you know, connected. And (laughs) I was like, oh, well, 
I created this situation. I set the intention that this should happen. I didn't intend to actually move in with him, but this is the way that it's going and this is the manifestation of our relationship getting deeper. I was like, I freaking asked for this and now I'm panicking. You know, and it just went it just was such a good example of you know, we ask for things and then when we get it, we freak out and we won't let ourselves have it. Which is kind of the topic for the day. And it's, it's just a, it was a really good example to me. So as soon as I realized that I was like, Oh, I do want this. This sounds really fun and I'm going to go for it. So that's, you know, my personal life a little bit about it. And so, yeah, on the topic of the fact that we think that we want things and then we panic when we actually get it, our bodies freak out, we get anxiety, we shut it down. We don't let ourselves have what we want. I was watching my family dynamic on vacation. Um, I was with my grandparents, aunt, uncle, cousins, brother, mom, and boyfriend. And I was watching the people who have, you know, traditionally very successful careers, people who, I don't know if you've experienced this, I'm sure you have, but there are some people who look like it's just really easy. Everything they do, they make it look easy. They don't seem to have a lot of struggles um you know they make a lot of money they have a really cool title they seem to just effortlessly have these really great relationships really great friendships they have so much fun and everything just works out and I was talking to my mom about it yesterday because I was I'll be honest with you guys I was in a funk yesterday it's the first Monday back and I was like damn I am, I was, I was really comparing myself to those people who just seem to have it really easy. And I was like, why does it feel like I struggle so much? And I was just really spinning out in my head. Like, you know, I, I haven't, uh, achieved a certain level and I haven't, you know, my podcast isn't number one on iTunes and actually it's not even on iTunes. (laughs) I haven't made $300,000 yet and why have I not done that and why is it this and why not this and we realized a that's victim mentality and so I had to snap myself out of it and I'll kind of tell you how to do that um you know it's all conditioning but my mom and I were talking like what is it about people who seem to have everything just work out. They're very wealthy. They have good relationships. They're athletic and fit and healthy. What is different about them versus those of us that we feel like it's really hard for us to be successful? It's really hard for everything to work out. We seem to get stuck all the time. We seem to have all these struggles that that pop up. And The first thing that I remembered is something that my dad told me when I was really young, and he got this from our pastor at church. Um, We had a really, really cool pastor growing up, and he kind of paved the way for me to be very open to a much broader sense of what spirituality means. He always focused on the Holy Spirit versus the very literal interpretations of the Bible, which was really cool. But anyway, my dad told me when I was younger, never envy anybody else because you don't know what they're actually going through. You don't, 
there are things that people struggle with that you would not wish on you would not wish to deal with you know it's just not something that you're interested in um and actually the first time he told me that was when I was in high school and I was really I was super competitive I was the most competitive I was in all these honor societies I was in leadership um organizations young achievers like all sorts of stuff like that and there was this one girl who just seemed like she had everything together she was the valedictorian she was the prom queen she was the everyone just fell at her feet she was super she we were both ran cross country she was super fast and I was definitely not and I was just like what the hell like why does she everything is just so easy for her and she's just so perfect and da 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 and my dad was like trust me there are things that she is going through that you would not want to be going through. So do not envy her. Stay in your lane. Focus on yourself. Focus on your own growth and your own success, and you'll be much happier for it. And it's funny because when I started my my first business doing eating disorder recovery, self-love, all of that, I got a message from that girl that I used to compare myself to. And she told me, I'm so glad that you have started this business and it's so incredible what you're doing because I've been struggling with eating disorder since I was in middle school and it's so amazing that you've been able to heal yourself and it's so amazing that you're helping other people do that and I was blown away. I was like, sure enough, dad was right. I should not have envied her because she struggled with that for so much longer than I did. I caught it very quickly and I was very, very on it and able to pull myself out fairly quickly, relatively speaking. I mean, so anyway, that was just a really, really good reminder of that. Like there are things that I wouldn't want to deal with. Right. And the other thing I noticed observing people who are just innately successful and at the top of the food chain, you know what I mean? I think that it's a mental absolute attitude. Like, absolutely, I am successful. I am the fucking man. I win. I'm a winner. And there's no alternative. There's no alternative to that. And, you know, if we put it into... Because a lot of the people who are, like, traditionally successful, if you're looking at your friends from high school or your friends from college or your family or your grandparents... They don't have the, like, they're not actively using manifestation. They're not actively using the law of attraction, right? Like, things just fucking work out, and they're just the man, and it's just working, right? So what is it about them that they're able to to succeed at this game, right? And I really do think it's just that, and it goes back to something that we learn in manifestation. It's that this is the only reality that I am available for. The reality in which I am happy, I am successful, I have money in my bank account, I get to do everything that I want to do, and things work out for me. Like, that is just the only option. Whereas people like me, and we can go into, like, why this this is and why this happens, human design and blah, 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 but I've always, I was brought up to think that I 
hung the moon. I am the best there ever is, the best there ever will be. Meredith, you can do anything that you want. You are so smart. You are so beautiful. You are so powerful. You can do anything. You can be president. You can be the CEO of whatever. And for whatever reason, I didn't believe anybody. I didn't believe my parents. I didn't believe my teachers. The number one sentence that I've had uttered to me in my life is you should be less hard on yourself. Stop being so hard on yourself. And it goes back to this belief that I have innately in my body that I am going to fail. And it goes into this huge fear of failure and then the control and the perfectionism and the self-worth problems, which is all conditioning. It's all conditioning. It's not true. It's not real. And so the job for those of us who have that innate feeling of I'm not good enough or my success is not inevitable is to basically turn that voice off. It's the same way that I healed my eating disorder saying, you know, you're fat. You can't eat that. If you're not skinny, then you're worthless. All of that stuff, it stems from the same thing. And so you have to just turn that voice off and become so stubborn and so resolute in the fact that your success is absolutely inevitable. There's no other fucking option except for me winning. And if you can get that into your brain that you're a fucking winner Whether you work 12 hours a week, whether you have the job you think you want, whether or not you're single or in a relationship right now, like maybe right now it's not looking too hot, right? Maybe it's, maybe it's not, maybe you feel stuck, maybe you feel sick, maybe you feel like what's the point? That's fine. But if you can start to chip away at that conditioning, at that voice and replace it with one that says, I'm a fucking winner and it's happening, It has already happened. I just have to figure out how to get from here to there. That is what we call collapsing timelines. That's what we call becoming your highest self. That's what we call reconditioning yourself to believe in yourself 100%. And that's really the game changer. It's all up to you. It's all up to your beliefs. And it's because when you have that belief, you're going to start acting as if it's already happened. You're already going to start acting like the man right? One of my coaches says, make yourself a mental millionaire. So if you're already a millionaire in your brain, what decisions would you make? How would you eat? How would you dress? How would you speak to people? How would you show up on your social media? How would you go after clients? How how would you speak to your clients? How, how would you allow them to pay you? How much would you ask them to pay you? Do you see what I'm saying? Like it's just all, it's all about your belief system because you're going to make different decisions and you're going to take action differently based on the beliefs that you have. And, you know, something I used to tell my intuitive eating clients is let's name that ego voice. And this works for literally everything, not just eating disorder recovery. Let's name that ego voice. Let's name the conditioning, give it a name. And that will help you separate, oh, this is not me. This is a separate entity that is trying to sabotage me, right? And it makes it a lot easier to separate and shut that down. So I had a client, I always love to talk about this. She named it Chad because she was like, I would never listen to a guy named Chad tell me I'm fat. I would be like, fuck right off, Chad. So 
it was like Susan, Sharon, Becky, like whatever name you want to give it. And you can be like, shut the fuck up, Becky. Get the fuck out. I'm a winner. And then the second part of it, because I think it helps to add humor to this, because when we're in victimhood, when we're in woe is me, when we're in defeatist mode, we need to change our energy really quickly. And there are a lot of ways to do that. But one of my favorite ways is to just make it funny. So if you can have a funny voice or a funny name that you can give that voice and be like, shut the fuck up, Becky, then it kind of makes you giggle, right? And that that helps get you out of that energy mode. And we're just moving up the emotional scale from defeat to indifference to humor to feeling hopeful you know like we have to move our way up we can't go straight from feeling in victimhood and being defeated to abundance and prosperity and joy like no we got to move up the ladder um that's a lot more healthy because that way you're actually kind of uh, addressing the bad feelings instead of trying to squish them and pretend like they're not there that never works right so the second thing I like to do is um when I'm thinking about okay who is a character, who is a person who is 100,000% sure that they're a fucking winner? And Ricky Bobby always comes to my mind. So I don't know if you've ever seen Talladega Nights. If you haven't, go watch it. It's very funny. Will Ferrell is a genius. But this character is like, there's this one line where, uh, you know, he's a race car driver and he, his whole thing is if you're not first, you're last. Which is not a great example of being, um, you know, spiritually woke and all this stuff. But the way that he answers this one interview is so perfect. And he does win. Like, he's a winner. And so if we want to win at life, it's a good person to look at. (laughs) So the interviewer is like, Ricky Bobby, how do you always win? Like, how are you so good? And he goes, well, Chip, it's, it's pretty straightforward I just wake up in the morning and I look at myself and I say I'm the best there fucking is I wake up and I piss excellence and he's so unapologetic about the fact that he's the fucking best and if we can introduce that voice into our heads and look at ourselves in the mirror every day and this is something I forgot that I did when I was recovering from my eating disorder And when I was starting my business was I did both of these things in both situations. I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, let's talk about how great you are. Let's talk about how you're the best. And it helped a ton. And I don't know how I forgot about it. But the past couple days when I've been in this funk, I started doing it. I started looking at myself every time I passed a mirror and I was like, you're the fucking best. You wake up and you piss excellence. Look at you fucking killing it. 26 years old. Own your own business. Look at the hair. Look at the bod. Like you're doing great. Look at how much money you have in your bank account. Like you've got to be thankful for every dollar that you have. Be thankful for every friend that you have. Every, everything that you have going for you got to start listing it out. Well, it's pretty simple. I wake up in the morning and I piss excellence. Because that's what we want. We don't want perfection. We want excellence. Excellence. And so if you introduce that voice where you're like, it's really simple. I just fucking win. I'm a winner and winners win. And it doesn't matter what my reality looks like right now. I'm a winner. And the outcome is that I win. And so if you're more focused on the outcome of 
I get what I want. Everything always works out for me. I'm always supported. I am inevitably going to reach my goals. It's so much more fun than being in that victimhood, that conditioning, that defeatism. So yeah, I think that's how we groom ourselves into being those people who just always win. We groom ourselves into being that person who has everything and experiences joy and fulfillment every single day because ultimately that's what we want. I think that's how we do it. I would love to hear what you think about this ramble. I would love to hear your opinion and I would love to hear your affirmations if you start telling yourself I'm a fucking winner and winners win and I don't quit and I don't give up and everything is great and yeah. Because we have to do that and we also have to recognize that the conditioning is the thing that's holding us back. And so if you can go in and reprogram that conditioning, and this is part of how we do that, is the self-talk, the self-concept, then everything just gets a lot easier, right? The conditioned voice will get quieter and quieter until it's barely noticeable. There are certain things that I don't really notice anymore that used to plague me daily, like multiple times a day. And it's the same with, you know, I used to worry about money constantly. I was like, oh my God, how am I going to pay for this bill? How am I going to do this? Where is the next client coming from? I don't worry about that anymore. And if I do, it's for about two hours maximum. It used to be all consuming. It was all I thought about. Even if I had money in my bank, even if I had thousands of dollars in my bank account, I was worried. Whereas now, if I get in that mode, I'm like, oh no. The reality is I'm a winner and everything always works out for me and money always comes. You know, it's just the difference in the way that you choose to speak about it. It's the difference in the way you choose to um, express frustration as well. So, all that to say, speak to yourself differently. Recognize the conditioning as being not you and start doing that work. I think it will help a lot. Um, I'm actually going to announce a new program in which I go really, really, really deep in the how to do the process of deconditioning and deactivating all of that ugliness that is ingrained in us. And so if this has spoken to you, if you feel like that's something that you're really, really needing right now, I would love for you to send me a DM and I can get you on the wait list to make sure you're the first person to hear about that group program coming out. It's going to be absolutely life-changing. It's a culmination of just so much effort and time, like five years of my learning. I'm just going to throw in this program for you guys and it's going to be amazing. So if you enroll in the first round, you're actually going to get a lot of live coaching, which is excessively valuable can't tell you how how much it will change everything for you honestly so little teaser there let me know if you're interested shoot me a dm shoot me an email and as always if you enjoy this podcast i would love for you to share it on your instagram story tag me in it so i can connect with you celebrate with you and of course tell your friends and uh yeah I'm just going to leave it there. Love you guys. And I will chat with you soon. 
Okay, here's a little update. I'm recording this now about 12 hours after I originally recorded this whole episode. So you're getting a little bit of a an, a bonus. I like took it off Spotify really quick so I could record this um, update. I have actually manifested $1,000 in the 48 hours since I started really, really implementing this new, not new, I've done it a lot in the past, but like remembering to talk to myself in this way, like you're amazing, you're doing so good, being really encouraging and putting myself in that energy of my own power. Had a client reach out, say, hey, I really want to sign up for four more sessions, blah, blah, blah. Thousand dollars right there. Easy peasy. I mean, it's crazy. It is so crazy. I shouldn't be surprised by this stuff anymore, but it's always nice to be it's always nice to feel surprised, I guess. So I wanted you all to know if you wanted some evidence that this way of thinking alters your energy and allows people, money, opportunities, positive emotions to come into your field, there you go. And I would love to hear what comes up for you, what comes into your field after implementing this for a couple days. My DMs are always open. And Just really get on that positive self-talk, y'all. Have fun.